0: legitimately excited about this episode because I really think that for many, many people, what we're going to talk about today is the thing that is making your journey to your goals so much more difficult and so much more inconsistent than it needs to be. Today, we're talking about telling stories about your circumstances in your head or out loud, that make change harder than it needs to be. And if that doesn't make sense to you yet, I promise it will. I've got lots of examples of how we do that. Whether your story is about what you always do, I'm good for a few days, but then I always go back to my old patterns. Or if your story is about how you deserve a treat because you've been so good, and how you talk yourself into indulging when you see a little progress as a reward. Oftentimes, the problem is not so much the choices we are making, but rather, the problem is more about the stories we're telling ourselves that talk us into the choices we make. Today is all about identifying what is happening here without my story. And this came up in a series of posts in the Primal Potential Fat Loss Fast Track rookie group. The waitlist for my winter groups is open on primalpotential.com and I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes. Uh, but this interaction happened in the fall rookie group. So we are early in week three as of this recording. So we're just getting the hang of paying attention to these things. And that's a big part of what I see my job as in coaching folks is what is the story that you are telling here that really isn't needed and is causing more problems than the choice itself. I'm going to read Parts of this initial post from one of my clients, and I've changed a few of the details so that it's not identifying, and I've left out some things because it is pretty long. But I think a lot of you can identify much of what this person is feeling. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down a lot of the challenges or the ways that I would challenge this person to reframe the way they're thinking, and then I'm also going to share my response and her subsequent responses. Now, I am going to read this through all the way, and I want you to think about what is helpful and what is not helpful in this post. She writes, okay, Elizabeth, I was going to write this in an email, but figured someone else might benefit from my crazy. Here's all the self-created drama. So let's first, I know I said I was going to read it all the way through, but I can't help myself. She's acknowledging that she's creating drama. So if you know you are, you can decide, I'm going to identify what parts of this are drama, and I'm leaving that aside. What's left when I take away the drama? So for those of us who can recognize when we are in a vicious cycle of thought, or we're creating drama. If you can say what parts are real, what parts are drama, let me just deal with what's real. That is a really powerful starting point. But anyway, she says, here's all the self-created drama. Yesterday morning, I was all, run, don't walk, I'm all in. I just need to do the work to see the results. And by noon, I was eating cake in the break room. By five, I was eating gluten-free pretzels. Before bed, I ate two pieces of my son's chocolate. I know that we aren't supposed to repeat old stories to ourselves, but I don't know how else to express this is what I always do. The minute I tell myself to set tight parameters, I react and rebel to that restriction like a spoiled child. But going slowly and allowing myself foods in moderation seems like failure, Or maybe I'm panicky that I'm not going to make progress, that the only way to lose weight for this 46-year-old perimenopausal, constantly stressed and underslept woman with a broken metabolism, I hate that phrase because it seems to make progress impossible without complete restriction, is to force myself with tough love and a crowbar and some misery. Sidebar, my own Elizabeth thoughts here, that's not true, and I think that recognizing what is drama in that that the only way to make progress is tough love, a crowbar, and misery, what else might be true? What else might be true, even if I haven't chosen it, what else might be true? She goes on to say, Spoiled child says, but I don't want to have to try hard, journal, reflect, restrict, deny, be sad that I can't eat the cake like everyone else is eating because I really dig cake and I'm tired and my life is hard. Smart adult says, your life will be easier when you are more fit. When you wear your clothes easier, sleep better, feel lighter. Spoiled child really likes to win this fight and tends to grind smart adult down as whiny children do. I so desperately want to jump in and give my own thoughts here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait till the end. She goes on to say, I want so much to be my best self, but on a daily basis, I seem to think that my best self is the self-eating cake. I fail the marshmallow test daily, which is basically have a marshmallow now or wait 30 minutes and have two marshmallows. Um, it's an old test done with kids forever ago. Anyway, and telling myself to behave differently by repeating affirmations or reminding myself of my goals just seems to generate more anxiety about results that I can't seem to reach for months down the road. Ugh, my brain. She goes on to say, and of course my coworker just walked in saying there are cherry strudel bites in the kitchen, but I just don't want to live a life of no cherry strudel bites, but also want to lose 25 pounds by January. I don't like having to choose. The cherry strudel bites currently seem way more important to me than the future currently untouchable goals, but if I eat one cherry strudel bite, I'll likely eat five because I will think that I am bad and I can never have cherry bites again, so I should eat them all today because tomorrow I will be better and I will lose the weight faster so I can eat cherry bites when I'm done losing weight, but of course that means I'm likely to eat too many cherry bites, and then I'm going to gain the weight back. Phew, take a breath. That's her words, not mine. I want to find what works for me in the long term. Maybe that's a cherry bite. Maybe it's not. Maybe there are no hard and fast rules, but not having rules stresses me out. Maybe that's slow progress because I need to work on my food-related anxiety. I'm nodding. Mm Mm-hmm, maybe a little. Maybe it's staying focused just on journaling and affirmations on breakfast like you instruct because I'm getting way far ahead of myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. And suddenly I'm thinking more clearly because I'm really listening, but sometimes I have to do a brain dump, like get the drama out so I can see the wisdom of this approach and why we are doing what we are doing. Mm hmm. Going for honest vulnerability here, mixed with a little hyperbolic humor. But yeah, this is pretty much the internal monologue I have going with myself every day, and it's exhausting. Okay. I'm going to tell you how I responded, but first I want to say to everybody you are not the victim of your thoughts. You are the thinker. You are the thinker. You are not your thoughts. And before I tell you how I responded, which is what I really want to get to, because we went back and forth a few times, I want to point out a few coaching moments along the way. On the one hand, she says that she feels like extremes are the only way she'll get there, but she also acknowledges the value of slow and steady to get control of her thoughts, which are really the problem here because it's the thoughts that drive the choices. So as she says, it feels like extremes are the only way. She acknowledges what really needs to happen, slowing down, getting control of the thought processes. So she knows very well that it's not true that extremes are the only way. But if you tell yourself, you feel defeated. When you strip away the drama and say, what parts of this are real? What parts of this are drama? You very clearly see, actually... There's real value in taking one thing at a time so that I can learn to control the real problem, which is these negative thought cycles, the drama you create, the story. The story is the problem. It's not so much the reality is the problem. And we can simplify to, what is the best choice I can make today? We can't see that, though, when we're filling our head with assumptions and restrictions and stories about what's wrong, and what's not fair, and about the past, and about the future. One thing she says, this is what I always do. There is a huge difference between this is what I always do, and this is what I've done. Huge difference. This is what I always do is taking your past and projecting it onto your present and your future. That isn't real. It's just a projection. It's negative anticipation. It's not helpful. And it's optional. When she says, woman with a broken metabolism, and then says, I hate that phrase because it seems to make progress impossible without complete restriction. If you hate the phrase, don't use it. You are not the thoughts. You are the thinker. When she says, the cherry strudel bites currently seem way more important to me than the future currently untouchable goals. This is why in the Fat Loss Fast Track, we talk about focusing just on today. Because if the goal is 25 pounds and the temptation is a strudel bite, in the moment, having the strudel bite isn't going to put on weight, and having the strudel bite or not having the strudel bite isn't going to take off weight. But if we focus on today, how can I take great care of myself today, then all the future stuff and all the past stuff just isn't necessary. It's not part of the decision-making process. If you know the story you are telling yourself isn't working for you, stop telling it. If you know the story of, I'll have them all today because tomorrow I'm going to start again, if you recognize that that is part of a pattern that holds you back, stop telling that story. You are the thinker. You are not the thought. So if you know the story isn't true, tell a different story or tell no story at all and just say, objectively, what is in front of me? Turn off the thought faucet and simplify. Simple decision-making criteria. I want to take great care of myself today. That is my objective. What choice here reflects taking great care of myself? Or simple decision-making criteria, every choice is practice. Which do I want to practice? Having this strudel bite or not having it? So the way I responded is I asked, what is happening here without the emotion? What are the facts without the story? Sometimes we have to be willing to practice being objective. Objective is just the facts. Subjective is the feelings, the thoughts, the emotions, the past, the future, etc. Just like, this is what I said, just like talking to a friend who is freaking out about a breakup and saying, I'll be alone forever and no one will ever love me. It's the end of the world. We might say to that friend, you're not going to be alone forever. Just because you had a breakup doesn't mean you'll never be loved again. What is happening now without the story? Maybe it's just making the best choice you can without the drama. What is my best choice right now? And she responded, I think sometimes I don't know because I've looked for so long at other people's rules for myself. I don't know if this makes so much sense, but this process of finding what works for me is a little like being a trail runner who is suddenly let loose in an open field and doesn't know how to stay on course. So instead of putting one foot in front of the other, I'm looking up at the horizon and the distance seems so fast and I don't know if I'm ever going to get there because there isn't a straight line between here and there, where I am, where I want to be. And I said, just try simplifying. Let go of the story about the past and the future and be right here, right now. You are creating a story about everything that is wrong or might go wrong and ask very simply, is the cherry strudel the best choice right now? Yes or no? No story, no judgment, no drama about a runner in a field. She said, the question for me then is which is best, which should be simple because the best decision should be aligned with my goals. But maybe what is best is to not be so restrictive with myself or maybe what is best is to just focus on the three challenges we've had so far or maybe what is best is to not expect perfection or maybe I'm just going to get out of making the best choice because I want to not have it be the best, because it's hard work to be the best, because there's no cherry pie with the best, but I'm afraid good enough won't be good enough. Deep breath. You're still more in thought. You're still creating a story that is beyond this moment right here about how you will evaluate something down the road. Will the cherry thing make you feel your best? It's not about fear of later or tomorrow. Simple, simple, simple. Will this cherry dessert today make you feel your best? Yes or no? Or you can stay in a world of thought over something that can be simple if you choose to make it simple. Are you willing to put aside the story and listen to how I'm challenging you to approach this? Or are you committed to running through a million different scenarios in your head that aren't related to this moment right now? What is going to be my best choice right now? You don't have to worry about how that impacts tomorrow or next week or next month or yesterday or your past patterns. Simple decision making criteria right here, right now. Another story that came up in the Facebook group was, I went to the vending machine at work with a dollar in my hand. After all, I've been so good lately. And of course, I deserve a treat. I looked at its paltry wares and thought, well, nothing in there is worth it. And I walked away. No drama, no justification, just meh. Let me go and fill up my water bottle blink, 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 which is awesome. That is a win, right? Different person, different story, different win. It's a win in the outcome, but there was a story. There was drama in that and justification like, oh, of course, I've been so good. I deserve a treat. The only reason you didn't get it is because you felt like nothing there was worth it. But if there was something there that was, the story brought you to that choice. And so I said, what is the situation without the story? And also... Is that story true? Because I've been so good, I deserve something from a vending machine. Or is there a different story that could be more helpful and valuable? Another story. That came up in the Facebook group was uh, from a client who was introducing herself and she said, I read the Primal Blueprint by Mark Sisson and Elizabeth's Way of Eating came up when I researched Primal Podcasts. See, I've been struggling with which diet lifestyle to stick with for a while now. I bounce between keto, primal, paleo, or binging on any uh, any carb I can find because tomorrow I'll start keto, primal, or whatever diet and today is the weekend or vacation or whatever. I can't seem to stick to anything without the feeling of I'm being punished and it's not fair. I seem to do fantastic on the weekends, or the weekdays, and not so great on the weekends. I've been gaining and losing the same five pounds for what feels like two years now. My biggest joining reason for joining the group is mindset. I feel like I'm very knowledgeable with food and exercise, but my negative attitude fails my efforts every time. My weight is really not a big issue. Probably I have less than 10 pounds to lose, but my self-doubt is. What is happening here without the story? I just want to make great choices. And part of the story is, I have to pick a plan and stick to it. No, you don't. You're getting ahead of yourself. What are the best choices you can make today? Simple decision-making criteria. You do not have to have a plan, a program, a religion, a protocol to make the best choices you can today, to make choices that are an improvement for you today. What is happening without the story? How can you take great care of yourself today? And how can you do it with a positive attitude? 99% of what I just read to you is a story. And it's a story about the past. And not only is it a story about the past, it's a story about past problems, past limitations. I got an email from a listener, so outside of the Fat Loss Fast Track, that said, "Uh, you make me feel like I can lose weight and be healthy. That being said, I am desperate to get healthy, not just to feel better, but to live a long life for my son who has special needs. I need to lose a 100 pounds or so, and I'm stressed out most of the time because of the high demands from my son. I'm worried about what his life would be like without me. I start to eat better and make better choices, but then I get stressed out or I see how far I have to go and I get discouraged. I also wonder what is the best approach for me to get healthy. I think today I will just track, next week low carb, a week later keto, and a few days back to my old habits. I'm desperate, but I don't know what is best for me. Well, the first thing is change the story. The second thing is calm down. The story of, I pick a plan and I do it for a couple of days and then I'm off. You are the thinker. You can change that story. If that's not working, change it. Do not continue to tell yourself a story that is A, from the past, and B, has failed you. The story is of failure and frustration and inconsistency. You do not have to commit to some big plan. And you cannot commit to a story that's filled with limitations. The new story can be, I am as committed to taking care of myself as I am to taking care of my son. So what does that look like today? What does it look like today for me to take excellent care of myself? You can have a story that taking excellent care of yourself is deprivation and restriction and it's hard and it's not fair. Or... You can have a story of, today I just make choices that make me feel amazing. Is this a choice that'll make me feel amazing? And anytime you come into the story of restriction and it's hard and it's this, I'm not telling myself that story anymore. Recognize what is real, what is story, what is helpful, what is not. And when you feel like you can't turn off the thought faucet, Divert to simple decision-making criteria. What would make me the most proud? What is the best choice I can make right now? Don't get caught up in tomorrow, next week, it's not fair, I can never have cherry strudel again or anything like that because that is a story and it is not a part of the decision-making process unless you choose for it to be and it will not help you. I wanted to put that out there because I think this is an area where we all, all of us, not just with food, not just with fat loss, but in relationships, career, finances, we get caught in cycles of stories that hold us back, that make us feel frustrated or powerless. And a huge starting point is what part of this is necessary for a decision and what part of this is my story, my assumptions, my negativity, my limitations, etc. and begin to turn Instead of to story, to simple decision-making criteria, without the story, without the drama, without the past, without the future. One choice at a time, one simple decision at a time, without the stories, without the drama. I want to wrap up by telling you guys I put together something you have been asking for. Many of you have been asking for my Thrive Market shopping list, so I created one. It is short because I am a minimalist, but you can download it on the show notes for today's episode or just go to primalpotential.com forward slash thrive, primalpotential.com forward slash thrive. You will find my own personal staples. You can print it out. You can download it. You can just look at it, and if you decide to check out some of those things, make sure you go through the link thrivemarket.com forward slash potential because when you do that, you will save an additional 25% on your first order and get free shipping on that first order plus a free 30-day membership. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you really soon. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver.